0: So we've now looked at the right to equality, dignity and privacy, right? The next thing we're going to do is we're going to be moving on and we are going to be looking at limitations of the rights. The first thing I want you to know is that there isn't a single right in the Bill of Rights that is protected from being limited. So in other words, there isn't a right in the Bill of Rights that is absolute because all Rights are capable of being limited. Whether it is the right to life or whether it is the right to freedom and security of the person, the right to bodily integrity, no right can claim I cannot be limited under any circumstances whatsoever. No right is absolute. Now, when we talk about limitations in the Bill of Rights, a limitation of a right can be hacked. Can happen in one of two ways right we can have what we refer to as an internal limitation now an internal limitation of a right means that if you look at that particular provision that confers that right and you and you look inside that particular provision you will see built into the provision itself is a limitation on the right so let's me let me give you an example right if you look at the right to freedom of assembly under the constitution section 17 you will see that you have a, li- a right to assemble freely, right? A right to gather, a right to protest. However, section 17 itself says the right to assemble freely is a right that can only be exercised if it is done so peacefully. So in other words, the requirement that an, uh, an assembly be done in a peaceful manner is an internal limitation of the right to freedom of assembly within the Constitution, because if you look at section 17 itself, if you look inside section 17, you will see that the fact that peacefulness has to happen, that it has to happen in a peaceful way, is stated within section 17 itself. Now another example is if you go and look at section 16 of the Constitution, which is the section that confers on us all the right to freedom of expression. Right, so it says that we all have a right to freedom of expression, but built into the section itself is certain limitations on our right to freedom of expression. Because if you go and look at section 16, it says to you, the right to freedom of expression does not include, for instance, the right to hate speech. And so that exclusion of hate speech is what we refer to as an internal limitation of section 16, the right to freedom of expression in the Bill of Rights. So those are internal limitations, but our main focus today is on general limitations, right? So when we speak about general limitations of the right, we're speaking about Section 36 of the Constitution, which is referred to as the Limitations Clause. So you need to be familiar with the contents of Section 36 of the Constitution. So Section 36 says a right in the Bill of Rights can be limited. But the first thing it says is that the right in the Bill of Rights can only be limited via a law of general application. Okay. In other words, you cannot limit a right via policy or you cannot limit a right via practice. You need, if you want to limit a fundamental right that needs to happen via law, whether it be via legislation or whether it be via common law, it needs to happen via law. And this law must be quite clear about how the right is being limited, right? Must be quite clear, must be quite precise about how it is the right is being limited, right? And this law cannot operate in an arbitrary way. So this law can't say that your your nailer and Lisa can enjoy the right but Lydia and Toulouselli cannot enjoy the right. okay? So this law of general uh, application, what that means is that you have to have a law that is clear, that is certain, that doesn't arbitrarily discriminate, and this means that it cannot be policy and it cannot be practice. but rather if you want to limit a right in the Bill of Rights, then it has to be authorized by a law, right? So, who, bur- who bears the burden of establishing whether or not a limitation is justified, right? So, in the course of litigation and someone claims, yes, there's a limitation, but this limitation is justified. The question becomes, whose responsibility is it to prove that this particular fundamental right is being justifiably limited, right? And it is the party who claims that a justification for a limitation exists, that is the party that must prove that justification. So if you say, yes, but there's a justification for the infringement of the right, then it is you who must show that the particular reason for the limitation of the right is a justifiable reason under Section 36 of the Constitution. So Section 36 of the Constitution is referred to as the proportionality test, because in essence what is happening under Section 36 of the Constitution is that the court must engage in a bit of what we refer to as a balancing exercise, where the court is looking on the one side about how much damage is being caused by limiting this right, and the court is looking at the other side, and what good is coming out of limiting this right. And the court is trying to make a calculation as to whether or not the right is being justifiably limited. So you will see that Section 36 of the Constitution states that a right in the Bill of Rights can only be limited if it is reasonably and justifiable to limit it in that context in an open and democratic society. So in other words, whatever reason is given for the limitation of a right, must be a reason that within a healthy democracy, in a transparent and open and democratic democracy, right, society, we will say, yes, that that sounds like a good enough reason, that is a good enough reason, sounds like it will pass the test, right? So, for instance, let's use the example of a policy where you have to be vaccinated um, in order to attend at UWC, right? in order to access the campus, rather, should I say. In that particular instance, your right to freedom and security of the person under Section 12 of the Constitution, that is, your right to bodily integrity, is being limited, right? And the only way when you engage in the limitation exercise as to whether or not the limitation is justifiable under Section 36 of the Constitution, the first thing you need to ask yourself after establishing that there is a law of general application is whether or not the reason for limiting the right to bodily integrity, the reason for limiting your right to bodily integrity is an acceptable reason in an open and democratic society, right? So obviously in that scenario, the reason is to stop the spread of COVID-19, which is a potentially lethal disease, and to protect the campus, and to protect the staff, and to protect fellow students, right? So that's the reason for requiring vaccination. And the, then one will ask, is that a reasonable and just justifiable reason, right? Is that a reasonable and justifiable basis in an open and democratic society for limiting the right to bodily integ- integrity, then you will see that the next thing in Section 36 is that Section 36 one sets out certain values that need to be taken into account when determining whether or not a limitation is justified, right, is justifiable. And you'll remember under our values of human dignity section, we spoke about how the value of human dignity is part of the Section 36 limitation analysis, right? So when you're limiting a right, when you're trying to determine whether it's justifiable to require vaccination in order to access certain institutions, one would ask oneself to go and look at the value of human dignity, look at the values of equality, and look at the value of of freedom and assess these values in light of the uh, particular right that is being limited in order to determine whether or not that limitation is reasonable and justifiable. Right, so if you look at Section 36 itself, Section 361 contains a number of subsections, right, subsection A through to subsection E, and these subsections, right, these are factors that are set out that a court that must engage with whether or not a limitation is justifiable under Section 36 must take these particular subsections into account. Now, the first thing I want you to recognize is that even though the, the court is required to take all of these things into account, the court is not limited only to these factors. So it's not what we refer to as a closed list, but rather it's an open list. The court must take all of these factors into account and the court may take other relevant factors into account as well. And the idea is that this is not the one by one by one exercise where the court looks at the nature, and then separately it looks at the importance, and then secretly, second, and then next it looks at less restrictive means, right? All of these factors must be put into one basket, right? And must all of these factors must be weighed up in that single basket collectively in order to come to a decision as to whether or not a right is justifiable in a particular instance right so you're determining whether or not the right to bodily integrity is justifiably limited by requiring a um, vaccination in order to access certain institutions that's a limitation in the right to bodily integrity is it justifiable the court's going to look at section 36.1 the court's going to look at the fact that there are all these relevant factors that need to be taken into account. The court will put them all into one basket and look at them collectively in order to weigh whether or not there is a justifiable limitation. So all of these factors are weighed up together in order to establish whether Section 36 has been justifiably limited.